Welcome to the Classless Teachers Podcast. I'm Gerardo. And I'm Tanya. We're here, classy and classless, and ready to spill the tea on all things middle school. Join us weekly for fun teacher stories. Here we go! Hello, hello, and welcome to our Classless Teachers Podcast. Super excited. Yes, we have always. An- Unexpected. Unexpected. Yes, I know. I was surprised. Tanya called me like five minutes ago. I I was like, like, we have a we have a guest. We have our assistant principal, Victor, with us here today. Welcome, Victor. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, so we're excited. I think this is the first time we've had an administrator on our show. Right? Is that true? Maybe. We had a district person. We did have a district person. A couple district people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Oh, yeah, we did. We have had district people. Yeah. Last season, season one. We're on season two. Check it out. Yeah. We're big wigs. We are. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We still have D donating money to us every week. Oh, you should tell him. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) this is a funny story. Shout out to D. Shout out to D. That's my mom. Uh, So, like, we're always like, oh, how many listeners do we have? Do you think we'll ever get paid? And then one day there was $4.95 in our account. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys, someone is, you know, paying us. And I look. Mom, <laughs> it was Mom, so funny. Go. There's like forty dollars in there <laughs> now. Know, we can actually go out to lunch or something I, with those forty dollars. Thank yeah, you, D. Yeah. All right, so you have questions today, sure. And we didn't test mics today, so hopefully this is oh, working. Um, yeah. All right, but you have questions. Okay, so I know that you were formerly a teacher, a high school mm-hmm. teacher. How long did you do teaching? How so long were you in I that? taught for nine to. Oh boy, it's a long time. <laughs> I taught for about 12 years. Oh, okay. I taught, I taught high school okay. English for about 12 years, a little over a decade. Um, started teaching in Hawaii on the Big Island. In wow. And so I, I was, um, I did student teaching at Bridge Junior High right up the mm. street. Um, it was uh, the year of the pink slips. Oh, so the year of the pink As soon as I finished slips. my credentials, everybody, everyone yeah. was getting uh, pink slips. And so, Is that like 2009-ish? Yeah, yeah, right. right oh, yeah, I got time. a pink slip that year. That year? Yeah. <laughs> And so I went through the um, Association of Christian Schools International. Mm. Oh, okay. And they, they were always flying kind of remote okay. jobs and no, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, you really have to have no money to really want to go live mm-hmm. in Hawaii and get paid no money. Yeah, but you're but living Hawaii. in Hawaii. It was, I mean, how was that? I, that's a good question. You know, it was a fantastic time. It was cool. It was kind of a fan, my wife and I, um, um, who was my girlfriend at the time. Okay. A year after being there, we got married. Cool. And, you know, we always tell us people, it was kind of an extended honeymoon because yeah. we were so far away from the influence like, of family mm, and friends. Yeah. We, had, we had the opportunity to kind of cool. carve out our early marriage life yeah. and get through some of the early marriage fights without all of the voices mm-hmm. and all of the people. Yeah. The teaching, on the teaching side of it, um, it was fantastic. I think that um, Hawaii is a funny place with their education because the public schools aren't very, um, uh, they don't have the highest reputation. Oh, okay. Um, and so okay. a lot of the kind of affluent, they send mm-hmm. their kids to the big private schools there, uh, the, yeah. where, oh, where Obama with the Punahos, mm-hmm. the Hawaii Preparatory. And if you are Hawaiian, you can go to all the Kamehameha schools. Oh. Um, but if you're not Hawaiian, yeah. um, we were the option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the cheapest option. Yeah. Okay. So, and you taught English there. That's I taught, taught English. Okay. I taught Bible. I taught oh, Hawaiian cool. history. Wow. Oh, Hawaiian history. And how did you know Hawaiian history? Polynesian neighbors. I read a lot of books. (laughs) What did you do? Uh, I read read the textbook. And that was the the extent of it. Do you have to test on Hawaiian history? Because I know like if you try to get a credential in California, then you have to take like a California history. Yeah. So that's funny because if you have a 
California credential, it is accepted in Hawaii. As a oh, Hawaii okay. And you simply pay a $50. Um, it, it was fifty dollars at the time, okay. and they would give you a Hawaii state credential with it, you know, mm. without any courses. Oh, okay. Maybe we good. should go to Hawaii. You I can know. always teach. You yeah. can always retire and teach. I tell people all the time. Oh. You can always retire. Oh. You can always retire in Hawaii if you have a good retirement. Yeah. You're always looking for teachers. You can always go there and just and teach. I had a That's good, fascinating. I had a buddy there who's a okay. uh, athletic director who was retired, yeah. and the one of the local high schools needed mm -hmm. an AD. He had a background oh. administration. Oh. It was easy okay. money and in a great retirement. Very cool. So what made you decide after that to go into administration? That You know what? I, I battle with that question a lot. Um, <laughs> personally, um, you know, my thing with teaching as far as effectiveness, and, and this is not to take a shot at ages, or eight people who are older in the profession, but um, well, high school kids and junior high kids, I feel like there is a level of like youthfulness that mm -hmm. is needed mm -hmm. to, to be effective, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, and, 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 by, and by that, what I mean is to be able to tolerate the things that they still enjoy as children. Mm -hmm. right. <laughs> um, I, was, I wasn't quite running out of that, but I had always told myself, like, when the kids reached the point where I didn't understand the drugs they were doing anymore, mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it, was probably time, funny. It, was, it was probably time for me to back away. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so okay. my last couple of years, I was teaching continuation school in Santa Ana. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, the, you know, Mrs. Jones said, I'm on that perp right now. I'm on this mm -hmm. song right now. I'm on this song right now. Mm -hmm. And as they were filling me in, I realized, like, yo, I've never done any of mm -hmm. this. I've never right. been around anyone. And I have a pretty rough background myself. Mm -hmm. And then some of the stories were even too, like, they were too outlandish for mm -hmm. myself. Wow. And I said, I may need to try to look, step out mm -hmm. of teaching and try to figure out how I can be part of the systematic okay. kind of change of, oh, of what cool. was happening because okay. and so I was like you know what I'm not that effective anymore as an English mm -hmm. literature teacher and 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 students weren't reading anymore the same way and yeah. so I I found myself doing a lot of reading for people mm -hmm. and then I'm like I didn't I've already read this yeah, book right. mm -hmm. I, don't I don't want to read, read it, for it to years. you and then read, yeah. yeah it wasn't it wasn't as appealing or exciting yeah know? that makes mm -hmm. sense it does become a little repetitive like I was teaching math and it's like, okay, I feel like I just did this. I just did this, you know, and you would do it six periods a day and then do it again the next year. And it's, it, I can see where yeah, you're getting that. And, yeah. And, and, and if anybody listens to this who are, you know, considering getting in the profession yeah. or have been in the profession a long time, the burnout is a natural part of the mm -hmm. game. Yeah, it's I would like say so. If, if, you know, can you find reasons to push through? Yeah. Or can you find a few students that may need your help? Yeah. Or find something more innovative on your campus mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. Um, and if you're not on a campus that allows you to be innovative, find another campus. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I went to this session recently where they were talking about burnout though, and they were like, burnout, it, it has like this negative connotation, mm -hmm. but it's actually a really good thing because mm -hmm. if you are burnt out, that means at one point you were on fire, you yeah. know? Yeah. And that means you gave, Ooh. you gave it your all. You were going. Yeah. You were going That's for it. Yeah. Tires don't just burn out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have to be going pretty fast for yeah. a long period of time. So, yeah, I mean, I, I've only been teaching for five years, yeah. right? But, but COVID, I feel like. That was a little. That felt like five years in it, yeah. on its own. So, like, I feel like I started to yeah. feel that a little bit. And then, yeah, it's like finding what other things can you do. Yeah. So that's why here I feel like I've been like, oh, there's this committee. Fine, I'll join it, you know, and yeah. let me try yeah. to figure out something that that's will kind of make it a little bit more interesting and, yeah, and spice things up a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So you were talking about feeling relevant did, like, or being able to relate to your students. Was that, so you were talking about that in terms of a teacher, right? Mm -hmm. So how, how do you feel that's different 
as an administrator? Like, do you still feel the need to be able to relate to them? As Not much? the same way, because as, as an administrator, you feel like a grandparent, right? It's like, mm. so as a teacher, you feel like a parent mm -hmm. in the room all day. Mm -hmm. As an administrator, like I'm like, I'm the grandparent. Like it is my job to just bestow like old guy wisdom. Mm. Yes. So when you're in my mm -hmm. office, I am actually trying to teach you something based on yeah. my experience mm -hmm. and things that I've lived through. Not just correct you right yeah, that is a that's true. like mm -hmm. because here's the thing as much as i would like to like as much as i would like to say that admin touches all of the learning and instruction mm -hmm. like on the day-to-day -day, i'm not boots on the ground like that yeah right so i don't have to relate in that very specific mm -hmm. way for 45 minutes i just have to be able to relate to the pain that you're feeling mm -hmm. or the behaviors that you're doing and then i just yeah. need to be able to provide some mm -hmm. expertise to that so I am still relatable because I only mm -hmm. have to be relatable in quick spurts. Got it. So you'll catch me out mm -hmm. at the lunch area. You'll catch mm -hmm. me out at PE. What's up? What's up? What's up? Mm -hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Let me chat with you about this, mm -hmm. your girlfriends, your so-and-so, mm -hmm. so-and-so. But I don't have to be that for 35 mm -hmm. different people all mm -hmm. at yeah. the same time. Yeah. And that is exhausting, mm -hmm. and I wasn't good at it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because I was gonna say, I wasn't the same. I was gonna say, I've seen you a couple of times, like in the office, working with students and stuff, and I'm like, and I feel like you're very relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just, and that's the thing. I don't have a problem with that part of it. It mm -hmm. was just the, the the amount of energy, effort, and time it takes to try to do that with mm -hmm. thirty people mm -hmm. while teaching them content, right? While <laughs> And I go, no, 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 how about this? I'll remove myself from the content. Mm -hmm. um, and I would I would deal with the most quote unquote marginalized. And they're they're not marginalized because of some injustice. I'm talking about marginalized and stuff. Your behaviors have pushed yeah. them out, mm -hmm. out to the margins, right? Mm -hmm. And so what I would like to do is like I can kind of lean into that because I've done a little of that behavior mm -hmm. myself. But it also gives me the time for a little more intensity because mm -hmm. I can be really one-on-one -on -one and be mm -hmm. really real with you. Um, in yeah. a very private setting, mm -hmm. um, True. take what that will, you know, take with that what you will, but mm -hmm. that's really the goal now. Yeah. Well, I love it. We have our MTSS meetings and just, I love the way that you speak to the students and you speak to the parents and mm -hmm. it's like, this is a reality check. This, this, and this is going to happen if you don't step up, you mm -hmm. know, and mm -hmm. I really love the way you talk to them. I haven't yeah. seen that with anybody else in my 22 years ever. <laughs> like I, it's a, it's incredible to me. Well, thank you. I, I well, we lie to people a lot. I know, but you know, <laughs> it's real good. Like seriously. We, like I, I, my whole thing is I don't, you know, I, I don't. I I tell the kids this story all the time. Like for some of us who came to these rooms, to these schools, to this band room, to to your math classroom, this was really our only opportunity mm -hmm. to be anybody. Yeah. Like because we went home to communities where we weren't. Crap. Mm -hmm. and, and not because like like you know the saying was kids are to be seen not to be heard mm -hmm. like this is how a lot of people so then so then when kids reached the age where they were big enough to be seen and heard mm -hmm. they raged <laughs> yeah right right okay you're gonna see me now mm -hmm. right? you're gonna yeah. see me now right yeah um and then but for some of us like i knew that if i did not go to school and just pay attention mm -hmm. i was gonna work at a factory for the rest mm -hmm. of my life right there was no mm -hmm. Or I was going to be in Afghanistan or mm -hmm. Pakistan. Or, yeah. so I guess we're not in Pakistan, but Syria or mm -hmm. some North Africa. So I was going to be fighting for Uncle Sam somewhere um, in some crappy desert. Mm -hmm. right? um, and so I didn't want that. And so I try to tell the students, look, man, I don't care if you don't want that. Mm -hmm. I can't. You, maybe you want to go fight in the desert. Yeah. Maybe you want to do an assembly line job. Maybe mm -hmm. that's your that's your God given American right. But for someone who doesn't want that, mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Don't blow up their day. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't blow right. up the class. And, and mm-hmm. no, man, they need this content. This is the, this is it. They mm-hmm. know, man, this is my only shot. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to focus. I'm going to do it. And so I've always approached school that way. Mm-hmm. And I try to approach it that way with their parents. So yeah. you understand like, hey, we're not here babysitting your kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I had an old administrator who used to say when I was in Santa Ana, he, mm-hmm. And I used, to, I used to roll my eyes when he said it because I thought he was stupid. <laughs> but as you get older, you start maybe he had a point. He's like, hey, man, we're in the saving lives business. Mm. And I'm like, uh. And he was a white guy. I was like, look at this white savior. Like, yeah. <laughs> sure we are, man. Yeah. <laughs> lives. And, um, and, and the reason they bothered me is because he could never articulate why we were mm. saving lives or how we were mm-hmm. saving lives. And so I've had some time to really think about, okay, what we're – I'm not, I'm not saving lives in the sense of like, I'm going to rescue you. Mm-hmm. What I mean is I, we are just providing you a platform mm-hmm. that, hey, hey, man, there's a fire coming down the hill. Here's a platform for you to jump mm-hmm. off of. Into <laughs> if water. If you want it. Into yeah. water. Mm-hmm. But I'm not saving your life. Mm-hmm. You jump. Yeah. Like, you have to mm-hmm. jump. But we will provide a platform. Yeah. And so I, I really, my only goal and role as an AP as a pro, any administrative position, yeah. like, look, man, it is my job to make sure we build a, a platform that will sustain all the people that want to stand mm-hmm. up and jump off of mm-hmm. it. That is all I'm trying to do. Yeah. I'm trying to make sure, because the fire's coming. Probably, it man. sure is. For most of the kids in this community, mm-hmm. you know, we played against a school, um, and I'm not going to mention their name. We mm-hmm. played against a school the other night in sports, and they beat us in everything. Mm-hmm. They beat us down. And um, I watched their dance team, and I watched their and I just took a look at the student body yeah. and kind of the attitude. And and um, and for a lot of those kids, the fire, because the fire is coming down the mountain for everybody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's a much slower pace. Yeah. It's just slower, and a smaller fire. Smaller fire. <laughs> yeah. It's a smaller, yeah. slower fire. Mm-hmm. And so those kids know this is like, I have, we have time to mm-hmm. build the platform. And, to, mm-hmm. and, I, and, and I go, look, man, I don't know why I'm placed mm-hmm. here, but man, I, I do understand urgency. And so mm-hmm. I go, hey, man, we have to make sure that we're building this platform to the best of our ability as quickly as possible mm-hmm. because the urgency for our fire is just different. Mm-hmm. And there's fires on all the hills, but man, look up here, man. Ours is, hey. Mm-hmm. And so how <laughs> are you going to be a part of building that platform? And then I'm just telling parents, like, look, look, I yeah. can't make your kid jump off the platform. Right. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You push them off the yeah, right? Because it's illegal for me to put it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that right. analogy a lot. It is illegal. Really it is illegal for me to push yeah. I can't touch it. Yeah. But you push them on yeah. the platform, man. And so yeah. now we're sending these MTSS meetings, and I'm going, hey, 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 hey. He's telling you that, like, he's aware of the fire because mm-hmm. we made it clear. Oh, yeah. He's aware of the platform. Yeah. You guys are all standing there together. Mm-hmm. Right. Figure out. And you're begging him. To, yeah. I'm like, Push him into the water or push him into the fire. Yeah. But we, as educators, we can do neither. Mm-hmm. We can just provide the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I attempt Dang. to do on the day to day. So cool. Yeah. He has a lot of metaphors, not just that one. <laughs> They're incredible. I love, I love Write it. a book of metaphors. <laughs> but don't you wish that sometimes these kids would listen? Yeah. Like, we're not just mm-hmm. preaching to preach. It's like, no. we really know what's best for you. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yep. But they won't hear it. They mm-hmm. just won't. Not today. Not today. I, I always tell myself, like, I didn't hear it either. At yeah. 12 and 13. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, you know, sometimes you have to you you have to hit your face on the ground. Yeah. You go, oh goodness, mm-hmm. right? What have I done? Like, what have I done? Mm-hmm. Man, 
And then you are reminded of all, hey, I remember someone said, somebody always says, like, I remember this teacher who mm -hmm. said to me, because, because it was always in there. Yeah. Right? Uh, it, yeah. It just took you a lot of just mm -hmm. pain and mistakes. Mm -hmm. and, and sometimes, you know, I, I hate the idea of rock bottom, but I mean, sometimes you can't dig a hole anymore. So mm -hmm. you're just like, oh, yeah. I think you <laughs> this start. must be the bottom part. Yeah, this must be the bottom <laughs> part. And then the reflection begins. Yeah. And yeah. then you reflect on a teacher who mm -hmm. says something. And then you start to reflect on your life. And you go, actually, as many excuses I've made, there's mm -hmm. been a lot of adults who have spoken a lot of yeah. truth to me and a lot of kindness and love mm -hmm. to me. And then you start to figure out your potential. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I, I wish life was just an easy, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. especially for our kids, man. Look, I I um I believe in trauma. Um, I do believe that talking about someone's trauma um, more than talking about someone overcoming their trauma yeah. can become a disservice to that person. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Like I acknowledge your trauma. Right. Now, now it's my job to once again that platform to help you overcome that. Mm -hmm. Let us let us talk about how do we overcome the trauma mm -hmm. versus living in the trauma. Uh, and we have a tendency, we have a tendency to use the trauma as an excuse as to why they're not mm -hmm. jumping off the yeah. platform. Interesting. Like, mm -hmm. man, he can't jump off the platform because his dad fell back in the fire and his mom fell in the fire mm -hmm. and, and grandfather fell in the fire and then we go, hey, mm -hmm. but, but but he still has a choice to, mm -hmm. to jump. Well, he's never seen anyone jump off the platform. Yeah. But, oh, but, yeah. but we're telling him, we're telling him, mm -hmm. like, like, but here's the thing: someone has to jump off of it first. Yeah, for everybody else to realize mm -hmm. it's safe. That's one thing that's it's like safe. I'm super like crazy about, and maybe it's because you know we're both minorities yeah, and yeah, we yeah. come from that same background. But I remember like my first, my first and second year here, the pandemic had just started, and I kept hearing that from from you know from administrators and from teachers like they're they're low socioeconomic <laughs> students. Yes. And it's a pandemic, so we're going to expect this from them, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, no, because when they leave our school, you know, none yeah. of that's going to change. And as minorities, you know, we're always going to have to face these things, whether it's the pandemic or whether, you know, it's policies or whether it's racism. Yeah. You're always going to have something and you need to make sure that you're pushing yourself mm -hmm. the entire time. So yeah. I, I told my students, I'm like, I don't care if you yeah. never play an instrument ever again in your life, yeah. but I At hope you that you learned. Experience. Yeah, that we never settle. Yeah, that's we cool. never settle Period. for for bare minimum. Period. Yeah, and I was I like, that, that's all I care about. So, what do you think it was for you that made you realize this is something I have to do? I mean, like, what do you think was like? Was there a moment, or was it just with admin, or specifically just my career, or just your life. becoming okay, becoming yeah. a better person? Yeah. Um, I, I think a couple of things. One, you know, my my mother my mother got pregnant with my sister when she was thirteen, okay. right? And then she got pregnant with me when she was sixteen. And then she got pregnant with my brother when she was 19. Yeah. And so um, um, so my mother did all the kind of pitfally things that yeah. we teach kids not to do. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And so so she was really on us about, hey, there's no reason to repeat mistakes that I've already made. Like, you've yeah. already seen me do mm -hmm. the dumb yeah. stuff. Like, don't do the dumb stuff. Yeah. You've already seen someone do it. <laughs> but really, the, the, kind of, uh, the kind of big motivation was um, my dad invited me to his job. You know, because you know, I was being a lazy high school student. Okay. Um, and and I did and I was always smart enough to to keep my troubles away from my parents. Mm -hmm. The stuff that I did in the streets or so forth and so on, I did them quietly enough or slick enough to mm -hmm. stay away from my folks. Okay. But my dad wasn't an idiot and he was just like, Hey man, just based on what I'm hearing, mm -hmm. come come to work with me, let me show you what we're gonna do all day. 
And so I spent I spent a few hours and I was like, bro, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. What was it? My dad does um, uh, metal fabrication. Okay. Mm. Basically, okay. he stands at a stands on a line yeah. and, he, and he drops metal into acid all day. Mm-hmm. He just okay. burns and mm-hmm. you know. Wow. And, um, and he goes, and you can do this, man. And here's mm-hmm. the thing, man. They'll they'll pay you a whopping, you know. He, he was proud of a whopping fourteen dollars an mm-hmm. hour. You know? Yeah, he he was look man. He was feeding the family of what, yeah. three, mm-hmm. four, five, fourteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. He felt you know. Yeah, and he goes, man, if you stay at it, man, you can get up to twenty, twenty-two dollars mm-hmm. an hour. And um, and he felt pride, and I felt embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like, man, we're smarter than this. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I know wow. we're smarter than mm-hmm. me. I know you, man. Mm-hmm. I've said yeah. I had a conversation with mm-hmm. you. You're smarter than pressing a button and mm-hmm, dropping right. metal into liquid or then yeah. grabbing the bag. And I'm saying that I'm I'm not embarrassed because I'm proud of my dad because he because he's a good man who made choices to take care of his family mm-hmm. above all. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, but too smart for this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I realize, like, I'm looking around the room. I'm like, not working with these idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no way. I'm yeah. spending the rest yeah. of my life standing right? around. Mm-hmm. Talking shop with a group of people that God bless them, but at the end of the day, like I'm like I'm too, mm-hmm. I have, I have too much capacity, right? Yeah, yes, to waste, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, okay, pressing a button, pressing a button for yeah. pans for Pizza Hut, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I said, no, 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 no. Let's. Um, and my dad, my dad saved my life with that um, because cool. I had some track and field scholarship offers oh, wow. out of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then I had, I think his name was Recruiter Jones or something, coming by my house bothering me about going to the army. So I had these two uh, ideas, in my different head. ideas, okay, you yeah. could do. and I was like, okay, let's. And I wasn't really a big school guy. Mm-hmm. I, I did well because I didn't want to embarrass my mom, mm-hmm. and um, but it was I wasn't like a let's get let's make A's and B's. Mm-hmm. I was a, I was a beast, A B C student mm-hmm. most of mm-hmm. my time through. But that experience, remind, like I was like, okay, man, you, at some point you got to kind of take something serious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, and I told my folks I'll go to college, and then I went to college. I studied English because I always liked writing, and so I, I, I became an English major. But even then, I graduated from college with a, with very little purpose. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, well, like, what am I really doing with mm-hmm. this? I, yeah. I really, you yeah. know, it was just and yeah. so. Um, but what I what I got out of that is when I graduated college. Um, my little brother immediately realized that he could graduate college. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. And so what happened was we changed our whole family yeah. dynamic in just one mm-hmm. swoop, right? Mm-hmm. I was a senior in college. My brother was mm-hmm. a freshman at the same college. Mm-hmm. And we immediately went, hey, look at that. That's like, cool. And now our kids will mm-hmm. pretty naturally probably go to college. Maybe, yeah. maybe they won't, but I mean, mm-hmm. it, if they don't, it's not because they don't they don't understand mm-hmm. it, right? Yes. Um, and and that was kind of the you know, and it's um, breaking out of that cycle that they yeah. talk about the and poverty cycle. That's how you kill the poverty cycle. Yeah. It only mm-hmm. takes look. It only takes sure. one person to jump mm-hmm. on the platform. It's kind of like, like your family. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. it's very it's similar, similar to the story. Yeah. And now your sister's a lawyer. Yeah. And it was the same thing. My sister's the oldest, so yeah. I saw her graduate, and Incredible. it was like, well, yeah, the normal thing is I'm going to go to college too. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. Like, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? I could do whatever she did. Yeah. Absolutely. Especially and like sometimes the experience is you just need someone close enough for you. And, and like someone that you don't you don't deem as oh yeah. like, mm-hmm. like no my sister mm-hmm. is my sister. Yeah. Which means, <laughs> if, which means if she can go and focus and yeah. get a degree, then mm-hmm. I can 
I mean, yeah. And so my brother, my brother's a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so cool. um, he just like, hey, he watched me get an English degree and then graduated like, eh, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> and so I was like, hey, man, just make sure whatever you decide you're going to do, mm-hmm. have, a, have a plan. Yeah. You know? okay. And so don't fumble through it. And so it took me a long time to get into education because um, okay. I was just trying to make a lot of money as quickly mm-hmm. as possible. Um, because one thing that did come from that conversation with my father, if I'm backtracking, was yeah. that like we were poor. And so then, you know, and that's why I, I try to tell kids not about money. I I then went to college because I was just fighting against the idea of being poor, mm-hmm. not fighting against becoming something that I can be proud of. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get the kids to understand, like, I do want, like, becoming something you can be proud of also may help you not be poor, mm-hmm. but it's not a guarantee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least, at least you're not a quitter. At least mm-hmm. you set a standard for yourself, right? Because I said, and I stood in that, that assembly line with my dad, and I was like, man, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And we're poor. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do this nonsense work and be mm-hmm. poor? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm not going to be poor. Okay. And so I it turned into like, I'm not working here with these idiots and I'm not going to be poor. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now, being rich, you got to have a better plan than not being poor. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And so, yeah. Hey, by the, hey, but by the grace of God, you just marry rich. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, for the best. I never did. <laughs> yeah, I wish we could like load up a bus with students and be like, let's go. We're working in a yes, factory today, right? you know? A reality yeah. check. Come see what construction they workers are yeah. Or like even crossing the border and seeing like five year olds selling stuff to cars and all yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, and our kids don't know how good they have it and how yeah. easy they yeah. have it. Just, just gotta do the, put the work you gotta in. Put the work in. And like, yeah. here's the thing I, I don't look. And no, at no point in my life do I belittle how hard my childhood was. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was rough. Man. Yeah. We, we, and it really was rough because we had to see things that we probably shouldn't have seen as children. Yeah. I tell people all the time, what was the, what was the hardest part of being in, impoverished or being in the hood or whatever mm-hmm. or being in the projects? It wasn't, it wasn't really about the money because little kids don't process money. Mm-hmm. Like, True, they, 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 don't, they don't have a clue. They don't really. process. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't process my poverty into someone no. else who was like, you're mm-hmm. poor. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. Oh, I am. <laughs> well, this does look yeah. poor. <laughs> Didn't know. Yeah. Um, but what we do know is that we probably shouldn't have seen that. Mm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that man smacking that lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I probably shouldn't have seen that. Yeah. Or that yelling or that drug use mm-hmm. or, or this, a cop wrestling a guy to the ground mm-hmm. and putting the, like, I probably shouldn't, you know, yeah. I probably shouldn't have seen that. True. And these are the things that you, that you have to see that you shouldn't have to see. Mm-hmm. And then when you're little, you just don't know what boxes to put them in yet. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you get older, you get yeah. old enough to realize, okay, yeah, yeah, well, he should have, he was doing this, so the cop threw him mm-hmm. on the ground. And, but when you're a kid, it's just mm-hmm. uncles being, mm-hmm. yeah. guys beating yeah. the uncle. <laughs> right? And so you don't process wow. any of that stuff the right way. Um, and so, for some of these students, um, you know, because I've had students come to my office and they share all kinds of mm-hmm. gnarly things that yeah. they had to mm-hmm. see. Um, and and what I have to try to remind them is like, I can't erase that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, eternal sunshine of the spotless mind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I can't erase these memories and things mm-hmm. from you. The, the question is, are you going to be defined by that yeah. thing that you saw? Mm-hmm. Or, or, uh, or you're going to continue to make the choices that you need mm-hmm. to make in order to become someone. Um, 
my brother and I, you know, and I'm sure we're close to out of mm-hmm. time. Huh? My brother and I used to joke all the time about all the guys we grew up with. A lot of guys we grew up with are incarcerated or they've been incarcerated mm-hmm. multiple times. Okay. Multiple, multiple baby mamas. Yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong with sex until you know. Yeah. Until you until you don't pay for the children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's problematic. Yeah. Uh, or 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 we we have you know, we have friends who've been murdered. We have friends who have mm-hmm. who have who have uh, are drug addicts and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, and we joke all the time. You know, man, like why why did our lives turn out so different than all these people? Mm-hmm. And we go. Because we just didn't give up. Yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. Don't give just up. Not, like, wow. not because we saw anything different mm-hmm. or we experienced anything yeah. different. We all experienced the same stuff. Mm-hmm. We all experienced the same deadbeat. My dad was around, but, but there were other people not around. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so we all experienced the same, but we, but my mom, for whatever reason, my father, for whatever reason, and just instilled in us, just because things are hard, you don't get to punt them. Mm-hmm. You have to just persevere yeah. and struggle with some mm-hmm. things and then don't give up. Mm-hmm. And if I could if I could teach kids how to not give up, I would be a very mm-hmm. rich man. Um, yeah. We would all be very rich people. Yeah. So it seems so easy just to say it. Like I yeah. wish we could just, right. you know, tell the kids and be like, yeah. 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 Like, it's you just suck that, at your you know? instrument. Yeah. Yeah. You suck at your mm-hmm. instrument. You, stay you have to keep practicing. You keep playing the mm-hmm. instrument right. even when it sounds mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. That's right. And it does sound bad. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you could force yourself to yeah. keep yeah. playing it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, it, and if, if you pick up an instrument and it doesn't, it never sounded bad, you're probably a prodigy. Yeah. Right. But there, that, that's but, special but cases. But we, yeah. would, we would, you know, mm-hmm. you would be a, NBC or something, <laughs> yeah. but for the most of us, man, everything in life, it was just, I'm just going to keep at it yeah. until yeah. Mm-hmm. it sounds right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my life is that. I just keep at it until it sounds right. I like it. So, yeah. That was so fun. 30 minutes went by so quick. So quick. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you only did one question. I know. I know. You're going <laughs> to right. have to come back and, and yada, 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 do yada, yada, rapid yada, fire yada, on questions. That was so yeah. I feel so inspired. I, you should. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank, thanks Absolutely. for joining us. Thank you. Yeah. We All really appreciate it. Donations. <laughs> D, hit us up with another $5. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a good rest of your week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Classless Teachers podcast. Make sure to subscribe to our channel and share our episodes with all of your teacher friends. See you next time.